This is 5-Minute Friday, a time to help you focus on positivity, intentionality, thoughtfulness, and growth. And now, Dr. Glenn Krieger. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this episode of 5-Minute Friday. Hope you're having a great day. This is Dr. Glenn Krieger. Now, ordinarily, I will talk to you about something practice management related. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something that's both practice management related and clinical. What could it be? Well, you've probably heard a lot about MSEs, mini screw expanders, and you've probably heard them called MARPIs, right? Mini implant assisted rapid paddle expanders. Now, I first started playing around with these a little bit, probably over three years ago, uh, because of Juan Moon. Uh, he did some great literature, some great research on these things. And I started, I started working with my oral surgeon to place these a while back. Now, I don't physically play the, place these myself. And I'll get into that in just a minute or two. But why am I talking about this? Because in the last six years plus, since I started practicing, this has been by far the one biggest change in my practice in terms of things that have changed my day-to-day, helped me stand out, uh, and grown my practice, quite honestly. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, and it's only going to be five to 10 minutes here, but I want to talk a little bit about what this is and and how I do this. Now, you you obviously know about what an expander is for a child. An MSC is just a mini implant or mini screw uh, assisted, meaning that there's usually four implants placed, uh, two on each side of the palate, and you, know, you turn it and the palate splits. Well, it's not quite that easy. Juan Moon's literature is great. And it's a really good start. Uh, but if you place the implants uh, the way he shows, and I went through a hands-on workshop with him for two days out in California. Many of you orthopreneurs may remember that. I ran an event, I think it was in 2020. I'm uh, sorry, uh, 2018. Um, if you were at that workshop, then you learned how to place them yourself. But I immediately realized that my best value was not placing four mini screws in a palette, even though there's no real vital structures there, you must get bicortical engagement. And bicortical engagement means you must get engagement, significant engagement of the the cortical floor of the sinus. And you can numb somebody up as much as you want to the palate. When you get into that cortical floor, it's a different nerve, right? So you've got to go other places to get them numb for that. Not the end of the world, but if you don't, they're going to jump when you get there, or they're going to wince, and you're going to back off, and you're not going to get true engagement the way you need to. It needs to go up into the floor of the nose to the point where you see it come through the cortical plate. And for most orthodontists, this is not a happy place for them when someone starts squirming around in a chair. So I immediately realized that this was best placed by my oral surgeon, and he started placing them exactly the way Dr. Moon recommended. Really nice long implants into the floor of the nose, perfect fit. Everything was great. And you know what we found? We were not getting the same expansion that was described in the literature. Um, We placed it on a healthy 25-year-old male and no split. And so in 2019, when I got to see Stan Liu and, and Audrey Yoon talk about the dome procedure, we incorporated that as well. So now you could do small little, and by the way, a dome is very different than a sarpy. Sarpies uh, are much more invasive, have much greater complications, much greater healing problems. And so a dome is just a small little incision uh, right below the nose intraorally, right, before, right below ANS, and uh, you do an osteotomy there. Not all the way down the palate, just to about where the uh, anterior foramen is. And you do two small cuts, not a full degloving of the maxilla, 
<clears throat> but two small cuts by the um, uh, zygomatical maxillary buttress that they use a piezo for. And the healing is much easier and everything is much quicker in terms of how people respond. And it's much less uncomfortable. But, um, you know, you have those two things and who gets what. And so my oral surgeon and I started to look at this and realize that there's a protocol that can be developed based on gender, morphology, and age. And I'm not going to get into it now. We've been speaking on it around the country. I just reached out to the AAO uh, and asked if we could speak in 2022 on it. Because think of it this way. You can just play an MSE and uh, it might work and you might get good luck with it. But as most people who've been placing them will tell you, you're not necessarily going to get great responses on everybody. And now you've got a patient who's got to go through it a second time, which isn't fair to them. So the whole protocol that's been developed based on age, gender, and morphology, looking at the palatal width, uh, thickness, uh, it's, we're going to have the paper hopefully going to the AJODO for publication evaluation in the next uh, four to six months. And it's a real algorithm how to read through this. So my surgeon does all the heavy lifting. I see somebody with a problem, transverse issue. We're not talking about breathing here necessarily. It's a transverse issue uh, that I need to solve. And they get an MSC and my surgeon charges very little for it, even for a dome, uh, probably uh, way less than you could imagine. And, and so there's a lot that goes into this discussion. And that's why we speak on it. Because from the moment the patient walks in the door, I have to give them all the details of, of what they should expect and cost. And, and that's why getting close to 100% success is important to us. And we're working out every detail as we can. This is very important to us. So do I decompensate the lowers first, which is something you have to look at a CBCT for? Or do I just go right into the MSE or MARPI? All of these are things I've learned. And I can't tell you how many I've done. 50, 75, 100. I, I lost track. But we refer out probably anywhere from 2 to 10 a week to the surgeon. And pretty much everybody who goes, goes through it because it's not that expensive and the recovery is not that bad. And so what I'm getting at here is in a world where, sounds like a movie entrance, right? In a world where at-home aligners have tried to t- have tried to take over our industry, where GPs are doing more ortho and uh, even a lot of Invisalign, how do we stand out? What can we do to help patients significantly that nobody else on the planet can do? And that is skeletal surgical-based orthodontics. You know, I, I was a big fan of camouflage for my own personal reasons. And I realized the more surgery I do with patients, the better the outcome and the happier they are. And so I've developed this relationship with my surgeon over the last six years to where now it's a dance that we know cold. And my number of surgical cases is going through the ceiling. My number of MARPI type one, type two, and type three cases, and we can talk about it another time, are going through the ceiling I'm charging very fairly for them. So my per patient costs are considerably higher. My charges are considerably higher. My profit is greater. My patients are happier. My stresses are lower because if you're working with the right surgeon, your surgical cases should be way easier than a camouflage case. And you should have a much more predictable outcome, particularly when they do the VTO. And so my takeaway message to all of you here is that if you're not doing... MSE, MARPI, whatever you want to call them in your office, if you're not doing lots of surgery in your office, if you don't have an amazing relationship with your surgeon, start there. Find a surgeon. They don't have to be in town, 
okay? If you've got nothing in the town that serves you well, look outside your town. If there's nobody within an hour's drive of you who you can use, find somebody else in another city that they can fly into. My surgeon has more people fly in for surgery with him than you could possibly imagine. And so make that relationship with an oral surgeon who you trust, who will teach, who will treat you like an equal, who will make your life far easier. Because when you start doing more surgical cases comfortably, when you start doing more mini screw expander cases comfortably or dome cases comfortably, suddenly the paradigm changes. The box of tools you have to work with suddenly got way bigger. And the cases that you looked at and go, wow, this is a tough one suddenly become much easier because when the skeletal bases are put where they belong, suddenly putting the teeth where they belong becomes much easier. And best of all, the patients will come back to you with these cool side effects like, hey, I love the way my face looks, or hey, I'm sleeping better at night. I didn't even know I had a problem, but now I breathe better. These are the best stories I can tell you, and they give me the most fulfillment. And I, I like treating kids to some extent, but go ask your next 12-year-old you're going to debond how they like their smile. And they look at you and say, I don't know. I don't really look. Will they appreciate it when they're 20? Absolutely. Will they appreciate it when they're 40? Absolutely. But when I turn my surgical patient and say, what do you think? And they start crying, or they hug me, or they're friends of mine for life, that's a much more fulfilling relationship for me. So what I'm getting at is the surgical world or what we've now termed surgidontics has made my life more fulfilling. Uh, I get to do more complex stuff, which I love because I'm a problem uh, solver. I'm a tinkerer. And, and everything at the end of the day becomes better and it's even more profitable. So again, if you don't have a surgeon you can work with and want to meet one, I'm happy to introduce you to mine. Like I said, he works with a lot of out-of-town patients. Um, but please, please, please make a relationship with a surgeon. And I think my surgeon is having an event in May uh, with a bunch of surgical speakers on all of this stuff. Um, I have no financial interest in it, but if you want to know more, reach out to me. And again, I will tell you, there will be a surgical, surgidontics course for Orthopreneurs University on uh, Friday, May 7th. You don't have to be there. Uh, it's It's a live stream, but it's recorded and you get 30 days to watch it. So go to orthopreneurs.com, go to Orthopreneurs University, and go to the live virtual courses. It's Steve Sherry and John Gannon. You may have seen them at our virtual summit uh, this past year. An introduction to surgically-based orthodontics. So go sign up. Uh, know that I'm always here to help you in any way I can. And uh, try to expand your horizons with something cool like this. Your patients will thank you. Your team will thank you. And best of all, the fulfillment you'll have will be unmatched. So have a great day. Have a great weekend. And just much love to all of you.